email ray at rte.ie. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1. So now, uh, a real pleasure on this Monday afternoon. Broadcaster, writer, comedian and actor. Oh yeah. Graham Norton. <laughs> the quadruple threat. <laughs> I feel there's no threat. <laughs> Great to see you. Hey, very nice to see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're bringing Irish comedy global. I tell you. Look at you. I know. Well, <laughs> listen, I've nothing to do with it, but uh, but I'm in it. I'm there. I'm there. I'm saying welcome to the show. You know, this is Prime Video and it's Last One Laughing Ireland. And anyone who has Prime Video will, if you look, you'll see this format. They've rolled it out across the globe. So there's Last One Laughing, you know, all sorts of places. And now Ireland. Yeah. And the premise is that you have 10, 12 comedians in a room. Yep, 10 of them. And the idea is you can't laugh, but you've got to try and make everyone laugh. So you can't just sit in a room, all of you doing nothing, not laughing. You've got to attempt to make the other people laugh and not laugh yourself, which I will grant you on paper sounds like a dull watch. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just 10 people not laughing for, you know, that many hours. But uh, actually, if you watch any of the others, uh, you'll see that it is a lot of fun. And I have to say, I would say for my money, uh, the Irish one is the best one because I do think they've cast it really, really well. And we're very funny, Graham. Exactly. <laughs> funny, chatty. Uh, slaggy. No, slaggy. And, slaggy. And no one likes silence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those 10 Irish comics were never going to sit there quietly. I so, don't know yeah. if these 10 Irish comics would ever have been in a room together <laughs> if not brought together by this programme. Some of them would. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> some of them would. But yes, you're right. Some of them, no. No. Not, not so much. There was, there was some nice tension there. The, well, as the, as the show goes on, because yeah. it, it's filmed over a day and it's not fake it is a real day we actually were there for the day and, and uh, yes there's there's light and shade there's a there's some there's you can you can sense the history in the room yeah, yeah. yeah. so you've uh, the likes of Ashling B Amy Hoobman yeah well, Jason Byrne Deirdre O'Kane Dave yeah. McSavage uh, yeah, and then there's uh, newer people like uh, Martin Angolo and uh, Emma Doran, uh, Catherine Bowart. I mean, the Catherine Bowart's doing very well over yeah. over in the UK. Yeah. But uh, and then, but I liked like, oh, people like. Just in case. Oh, yes. yes you, and then yes. That, when you start naming. Yeah. Well, you started this. <laughs> I wasn't going near it. <laughs> I try to remember people's children. Uh, uh, yes, Bolt Alec, very, very good. We've probably forgotten somebody. Yes, we, yeah, we probably have. Anyway, look, they're all great. Yes. But people like Amy Huberman, I think, you know, people would be really surprised by her because, you know, she's an actor, she's a kind of a personality, but, you know, she doesn't do stand up, she mm. doesn't have an act. And she did really well in that room. Because uh, it's a you know because it is a tough gig. You'd want to have your wits about you to kind of. But she go has in funny there. bones. She does. Yeah. She's just a funny person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, Naturally uh, funny. Yeah. And, and did you, while watching all these comedians do what they do? Did you go, oh, maybe I'll do a bit of stand-up again? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, whatever th- whatever thoughts crossed my mind during that day, that wasn't, that one, was, of that wasn't one of them. No, I did a lot of laughing, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, because Real th- laughing. Real laughing, because yeah. I, I know Chacho host laughing. <laughs> We're doing it now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, uh, genuinely, there are some very, very funny set pieces. Because the idea is, uh, yes, there's kind of just general interaction, people kind of improving and doing bits, but then people have prepared prepared bits. There's a kind of little stage in the room and every now and again someone will go up and do a prepared bit. Mm. And some of them genuinely just die a death. It's a, which 
It's funny in itself. It's kind of funny in itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Certainly, from, you know, sitting in my chair, yeah. it's funny. Uh, but then other people do, there's a bit that Tony Cantwell does that is genuinely one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It is brilliant. Really, really, really funny. Yeah. Um, I, I read somewhere that you said you never considered yourself to be a brilliant comedian. You were better at being an MC. Yeah, that was the thing I enjoyed doing because right. there's no pressure on you. If you're the compare of an evening, uh, you know, you're just whatever. Uh, you know, the pressure's on the axe. And so that was, the, that was what I liked uh-huh. doing because I was always, I was a middling comic. I was never a closer. You know, I was always kind of an opening act or a middle act. But if I was a closer, it was a very poor evening. And this is something I'd never read about you before, that um, you sort of manifest when you're when you were in your 20s in London to a friend that you wanted to be a chat show host. Well, now, this is weird. I don't remember that either. Uh, oh, right, right. So, yeah, but, but, but this but person said this. This person you. said yeah, this. Okay. And I, and, you know, why would they make it up? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I do remember... I do remember we did a thing in drama school. It was an improvisation and uh, and I played a chat show host in this improvisation. And I do remember thinking, oh, actually, I'm quite good at this. <laughs> and I quite like doing it. Uh, and then, you know, it's not a job. You know, growing up, when I watched The Late Late Show, you know, you never dreamt of being gay burn. You, you dream of being a guest. You wanted to be the shiny person being interviewed. Making him laugh yeah, and the that audience was, that was the yes. person you yeah. wanted to be. But of course, as an adult, now I realise that the gay burn role, that's the one to have because you're on the show every week. And, <laughs> yeah. and also, you, you kind of can ride out the vagaries of fame. You know, when I started 25 years ago, there were people we'd have killed to have on the show. And now we'd just kill. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we do not want them. Yeah. Uh, Gay born, very sad. I don't think we've spoken since uh, Gay died. Um, And you constantly mention his name. He's he's ever present. He, you know, was brilliant. Mm. You know, he is, you know, he set the bar impossibly high. And and when I I watch, you know, on RT Player, they have the archive bits in the old shows. And I love watching them because when you look at old Late Late shows, like the audience look like they've been (laughs) drummed out of a museum. You know, these old lady wearing hats. (laughs) Well, it was the 1980s. No, no, but even before, like this (laughs) is like way back. And like the the guys in their suits and everything. But the totally modern person is Gay Byrne. He Mm. doesn't seem old fashioned at all. He... He just knew how to be on camera and he was so at home in a television studio. As you were, as you were. Well, but not like that because he was live. I mean, it was just, it's phenomenal what he was able to do. Would you be, now you've done, you did the Eurovision which was big and live. I know, Uh, but I'm I'm at the sidelines yapping. You know, I'm I'm not driving the show. I know, but last year you were very much on the centre. And I I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Did you not? No. I mean, I was glad I did it because it's a bit of a bucket list moment and I have a funny feeling I'll never get to do it again. But um, <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, I didn't love it. I, I prefer sitting in my little rabbit hutch in, oh, the, in the rafters. So you didn't get a buzz, you got a buzz from it, obviously, on the night. It was lovely. Yeah. Uh, we I remember walking out after... Um, some Eurovision star uh, was singing You'll Never Walk Alone and the whole audience was singing back and and that was yeah, yeah. kind of a thrill that was an amazingly moving moment and Hannah Waddingham a star oh, is a born force of nature yes, yes absolutely I was yeah, watching yeah. her on the Golden Globes and there she was 
winking at the camera. Like, you know, there's no stopping. No, no. no she stopping. is, I mean, and what's great is that, you know, she's put the work in. Yeah. You know, there's all, all that experience, all those kind of um, miles yes, on the a, clock. A 25 year overnight success. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And now she's really enjoying it. So just before we leave uh, Gay Bourne, so you, you were on, you were a guest with Gay. Do you know, I was I, I was guest with Gay twice or three times. I can't right. remember, but I remember w- the last time I did it. It was the second before he finished, right? And it was me and Terry Wogan wow. and and yeah, and yeah. Gay Byrne, and you know, and it was. Uh, and it, it's it's rare that you get those sorts of moments where you kind of go, oh, this is special. In this mm-hmm. moment, this is special because Gay was retiring, you know, and Terry was kind of someone else I'd have really looked up to mm-hmm. and and kind of aspired to have that level of career. Um, and I was kind of the little newbie. I'd just started my Channel 4 show. Um, but so to have a seat at that table seemed really special. Yeah, yeah. that was special. Uh, you were on with Pat. Yes. You were on with Ryan. Yeah. And now just... Gone, you've been on with Patrick. I've been on with Patrick Hilty. Yeah. yeah. Who, do you know, what's great about the late late is every time something happens, you know, there's a new guy, people just want to bury it. They kind of go, oh, well, it's over now. It's done. It's done. Where people have had enough of it. And they haven't. No. <laughs> they <laughs> really, it every week. They really haven't. You know, the, the, the huge audience when Paddy took over, yeah, yeah. you know, because people wanted to see what was yeah. going to happen. Uh, so there are two things in Ireland, chat show wise, that they don't do in the UK. Live, Late Late Show. Yep. And then Tommy Tiernan has this yeah. very interesting mechanic. I'm, I'm wondering what you would think of that, where the guests walk out and you don't know who's coming. Well, I always feel like when I do the radio show, it's a bit like that. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's nothing to do with your preparation. I'm reading, I'm reading a, a little sheet of paper as they're walking past the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know much about the people on the radio. Um, but, I, but I have to say, I quite like that idea yeah. of, because it's, it's proper conversation. I mean, I think the humiliating bit is if you genuinely don't know who they are and you should know who they are and mm. I feel like that would happen to me a lot Right uh, So if the audience at home know who they are and they're yeah. out to you But also you... I'm, like, I'm, I was at the theatre the other night and uh, a man was walking towards me and he went oh, don't worry I'm not sitting next to you and I kind of went <laughs> like whatever and, uh, and I turned to my husband and I went do I know him? And my husband went yeah that's you Bonneville <laughs> I was like, oh, right. I mean, the light was doing it. It was lit from behind. It was, a, and, you know, and then it was very nice. He did sit next to me. We did a nice chat. Yes, and, I, yeah, yeah. and I did know about him. But if I was Tommy Tiernan, I might have just looked at him blankly as he walked on the set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's, who's the person who's been on your chat show most? It's 17 years now on the BBC. Uh, 17, it's 20, we're in our 26th year now. All, if you oh, back, yeah, if so Graham Norton. Yeah, yeah, Channel 4 yeah. days. Um, I wonder who's been on the most. Um I don't know. It's pro- would you, probably. Would you take a guess? No, this is. I did just a little bit of research last night. It, I, it, I wouldn't quote me on it, but who would you think? Ricky Gervais must be quite high up. You got it. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that's according to yeah. IMDb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 22 yeah. times. Has he really been yes. on 22 times? Yes, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I feel. I hardly feel like I've been on a 22 <laughs> times. <laughs> 515. <laughs> wow. Is that just the BBC? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Did they all blend? I'm so tired. You'll have to forgive me. I must have my little snooze now. I was up early. So, yeah, 60 last year. Me, yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. You were 60. I, I wasn't. Yeah, you were 60 last year. I should have put. Yeah. Um, and, and is it like people 
these birthdays, they don't mean much to the people I think who are going through them. Like, but did it mean anything to you? Um, no. Really, no. to be honest, I mean, 40, I found 40 a big one because I felt like at 40, I didn't know how to be. I didn't know what to wear. I didn't know who I was at 40. I was like, how could you be me at 40? <laughs> and then once I got past that, which I did, then 50 just seemed like more 40. And I kept thought, oh, 60, no, that is going to be big. Like, there's no way around. Mm. Like, 60 is just old. You can't, you know, colour yeah. that in any other way. It's old. Because when you hit it's it... Not. No, it's, it's not. No, it's not. Because I'm heading there. It's, it's not great. Yeah. It's not. I, I find... Uh, uh, like uh, last Friday um, uh, Kevin Hart was on the show and he was talking about this that it's things as you get older it's things like you know if you trip on steps you don't need to fall <laughs> if you just trip on the steps suddenly there's this terror but of you like, attribute, what, you, what might happen yes but you see the thing about it is I think as you get older you attribute things that would happen to a younger person to the fact that you're old but they happen to everybody you just yeah, yes. it, 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 they do have everybody that makes sense. but the consequences of oh, when right, you're right, old right, 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 right. Like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I don't know what age you stop falling and start having a fall uh, right, okay. I think <laughs> I think I'm there yeah, I, right. I think if I if I if I trip on those steps now right. Graham had to fall I'm wondering was getting married and hitting 60 were they connected in any way shape or form well I mean, so, I mean, I've, I said this in my speech, but you know, some of the vows are easier. Till death do us part seems more achievable now. Um, whereas if you're twenty, that's a big ask, isn't it? Want that forever? Yeah. Now, yeah, you know, there's things in my fridge that are going to live longer than I do. So, yeah. and and has it changed you? Because you're what? You're about eighteen months married now, are you? Uh, well, uh, I don't, I don't yeah, know. Twenty twenty two. You've you've overdone your research. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> you need more in your life. Yeah. <laughs> I've a lot in my life. Thank you very much, Graham Norton. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's changed me. I certainly feel very content. I, I, I don't regret it. If that's yeah. what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was surprised to hear that you cycle. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have put you down as a. I don't want to cycle. All oh, right. No, I I don't like it. Okay. Uh, right. I don't. You know, I do not want to be sixty and cycling. But uh, London, they, you know, they put in all these bicycle superhighway things, and they've made the traffic so bad that it's worked. They've got me on a bike, and uh, uh, so I've been cycling now for about I don't know seven eight years. Right. Have and, you found, and I cycle everywhere? Have you found a, a cycling helmet that flatters? No. 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 I look like I'm going to be shot out of a cannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> It's uh, not an attractive look. No, no, not, not at all, not at all. <laughs> do you cycle? I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you look fit as a flea. Uh, which, yeah, as you, you, you. Uh, no, you look properly fit. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank well, you. You run as well, don't you? I do, I run, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard you talk about running. Yeah, sorry about that. It didn't enthuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it's impossible to enthuse people about running if they don't get it. Yeah, but you love it. I love it, yes, I love yeah, it. Yeah. No, I love what it does for me. I don't, you know... But like, uh, you love what it does for you as in you, when you finish a run, endorphins are yes, all flying. Yes, all that, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it sets me up for the day. I'll get that off a bike. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so 60 and, uh, like, you started writing when you're 50, you're, you're writing your fifth novel. Yep. Um, and you seem to love the writing. It's I do, actually. Um, you know, there's, uh, there, there are days when you don't, there's days when it's very heavy lifting. But I, I like it because it's kind of the only solitary thing I do. It's the only gig where there doesn't have to be a meeting. You know, everything else, <laughs> there's, you've got to talk to someone about it and there's a bit of, there's a sense of that'll do or... But you oh, do like I, people. You know, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. Uh, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, but, and also, I suppose I would go a bit doolally if 
writing was the only thing in my life. I like it as a contrast to the rest of my mm. life. It's kind of a refuge. Whereas if it was the only thing, I think that would be really hard. I don't know how people do it all full time. Yeah, and, and you, there was a, you were in, I didn't know this either, you were in San Francisco in your 20s for a year, early 20s. Yeah. And you hung out with people who were a lot older than you. And there was a lady who was retraining in her 40s as a oh, nurse. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yes. She, she, I mean, she was only 40. Yeah. She, I, but, but you were me, 20, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Me, you know, I was 20, so she seemed ancient. And uh, she was training to be a nurse. And in your head, you're thinking, why would that old lady bother learning how to do something new <laughs> at this stage in her life? And I must have said this, hopefully in a nicer way than that. <laughs> and she quietly explained that if she did that job till she retired, she would be doing it for 25 years, which was longer than uh, yeah. I was alive. And it was a great thing to hear when you're 20. That's that reminder that you've got a lot more time. I think young people are in such a rush, you know, to, to find the right job, to find the vocation, to find the, the thing that's going to be their life's mm. meaning. And, and actually, you've got time. You've mm. got time to fail. You've got time to start again. And it was, a, a, it was exactly what I needed to hear then. Yeah. Um, I was, like Bruce Forsythe was presenting Strictly in his mid-80s. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, I was at an award show. I was at an award show, and Bruce Bruce was staggering to the stage to do something, and Jimmy Carr turned to me and he said, "Isn't that amazing?" And I went, "No, it's awful." <laughs> so, so yeah, I hope to retire. Have you got an exit stra- an exit strategy? Is the it's so weird. I mean, I do think about it because yeah. you know, sixty again. That's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's it's all forced sorts, upon you. There's really, all sorts yeah. of exit strategies. <laughs> <laughs> there's the Ultimate exit yes, strategy. Yes, yes. But before that, there's the other exit strategy. So I don't want to stop working because I think the, you know, the pandemic taught us all that not working was not a good thing. Mm. Uh, you know, all those people who thought you know, retirement was going to be lovely uh, had a rude awakening. So I, I'd like to keep my hand in a bit, but maybe just, you know, just a bit less. Are you addicted to work, do you think? Eh, I mean, there's probably a bit of addiction to that validation you know, the vortex of need that is in every <laughs> performer. Uh, you know, so it's it's nice having people sitting in. Like, imagine, like every job should have it. There should be like a, an applause Friday where, you know, somebody does a photocopy and everyone goes, yay, well done. Because imagine how much fun work is if people applaud you for doing it. So, uh, yeah, that validation. A is, little is well hard. done would be nice. Yeah, but, but it's hard. I think it'll be quite hard to quit that level of validation. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a slot here going to beg at nine o'clock, which means five days a week. Have you ever done radio five days a week? I thought they'd, I thought they'd got someone. No, well, I don't know. No. By the time this goes out, they're shaking their heads. Someone sitting at home now listening to this. I thought, I, I thought that was my job. I thought it'd been offered to me. <laughs> were you offered the date late as well? You probably were. I was not. No, I, I was not. not. No. Uh, so, um, last one laughing. Oh, yes. Is uh, starting on Prime Video next Friday this Friday 19th and uh, all episodes are landing at the same time well they're all there at the same time yeah 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 oh very good and and actually so you could watch it kind of in real time (laughs) if you just sat down and watched them all together oh yes yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and and it's it's very good and Graham is there would you do it again oh I would in a heartbeat yeah it was a very fun you know because you don't you never know before you do a show you hope it's going to be fun but yeah it was uh, a hoot and a holler I would definitely do it again Uh, are you getting a lot of final question are you getting a lot of offers um, Work-wise, from all, like I was just thinking, because with streaming services now, it's it's probably a great time to be you. It, 
Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. No, you've a profile in Australia, you've a profile in America, UK, English speaking, all of that. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I have enough work on. You know, I, I mean, at the moment, I, uh, there's a lot of me around at the moment because I've got the chat show. Uh, this is starting on Prime yes. Video. I'm spinning a wheel on ITV. <laughs> like, I'm, I apologise. I apologise. <laughs> this was not meant to all be on telly at the same time. Right. Uh, by the end of Fe- come the end of February, who he? He'll be gone. <laughs> no, not a, not a sign of me till right. the autumn. Yeah. I promise. When, when's the book? Uh, that will be out this autumn. Yeah. Okay. And any more TV adaptations? Uh, the, you know, people. Uh, I think all books get sold, uh, so they optioned ha- or whatever. Yeah, so they've been optioned, and uh, so we'll see what happens. You know, was it a real pleasure seeing Brenda Fricker holding? <gasps> oh, I love Brenda Fricker. Yeah. I mean, the real pleasure was getting to meet her. I got to hang out with her. Uh, we had a doggy, a doggy play date, and uh, she came. Juno is her dog. It's Juno, yeah. But uh, but she's a great woman. Yeah. And uh, and also, what I like about her is she. It's like she knows what stories you want to hear. So you know, <laughs> you sit her down and she tells you them. Yeah. <laughs> she's brilliant, uh, Graham. Lovely talking to you. Oh, a pleasure as Good always. Good luck with everything. Ah, same to yourself. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio One.